Real faith is bold in making demands. Real faith that's birthed from within, that springs forth from within. Real faith is bold in making demands. Here's a portion of scripture. That gets everybody confused and messed up. Not here, not in this church, not if you listen to Pastor Lenny. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. It says this, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. Now the reason why I had problem with that from day one is because that's not my definition of grace that I've gotten from the Gospel of Paul, where grace is a gift. And if, if this is telling me that God is only going to bless me because I am diligently doing something, then that means I have to do something to get something, and that's not grace. So there has to be something, something up with this portion of Scripture. It must mean something different than what King James has or some of these other translations have. And you know, even within its context of where it sits, well, is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him? Well, I think Noah was pretty, pretty rewarded. Don't you think Noah was pretty rewarded? Oh, yeah. He was spared. His family was spared. Amen. Right? You know, he was saved from catastrophe. Guess what? Noah was not diligently seeking God. But you know what Noah did when he heard from God? He believed God. And when you look at the chapter, you'll see that's how he attained the righteousness of God. That's how he attained righteousness. This is a scripture about righteousness. Think about Abraham. Was he rewarded? Greatly so. Silver and gold and servants and an army. And every time he put his, his shovel to the ground, he had another well, water springing up. Amazing. He didn't only have servants, he had a fighting machine. Remember, he went to go save Lot and, and the king of Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah, he went to go and save them. You know? He had a trained army with him. And you know, he diligently served God. I mean, sought after God. He did not. And he diligently obeyed God. He did not. But he was righteous. Because when God made a promise to him and made a call to him, he believed God. And right then and there, he was declared righteous. And righteousness set the precedent. Remember that word. Set, am I saying it right? Lawyer, any lawyers in here? Precedent for his life. Moses. You know, Moses was happy. He married Zipporah. Living a great life. Tending her sheep. Or not her sheep. Jethro's sheep. It was going to be his. He was happy. Ten years in the desert. Not ten, ten years, right? He was ten years he was the shepherd. Living life pretty good. He wasn't looking to, to go back to Pharaoh's court. He didn't want to be serving as... He, he didn't want to be no redeemer this or redeemer that. He was happy where he was. He was not diligently seeking God. So right there, something, something is up. You know? And, and when you look at the word... This word that it's, is used, where it says they diligently seek, this word is only used seven times. And the number one way, way it's used is require. Require. 
Require, require, require. You know what require means? To have a need of. To have a need of. To have a need of. When you read this, you know, it's, it's about righteousness, and I'm going to prove it to you. And we just keep it in its context, right? And you go back to, to Hebrews chapter 10. Because keep in mind, this is a letter. There is, no, there is no chapters. There is no verses. There's a letter. And when you read chapter 10, verse 37 and 38, it says this. For yet in a very little while, the one who is coming will come and will not delay. That's what the prophecy was. Then it says, but my righteous ones will live by faith. And then look what it says. And my soul takes no pleasure in anyone who shrinks back from living by faith. So right there, God has set the precedent. I take no pleasure in those that don't live by faith. Faith in what? Faith in him for righteousness. Go read it. It's right there. And then it flows into chapter 11. So, so this verse is really telling us it's really telling us, but without faith in God, faith in Jesus Christ, which is the only faith that pleases Him, because when you come to God, you must believe He is. He is the one. It's His righteousness. That's what Jesus said. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And that word His means someone else's righteousness and not your own. That's what Paul's message is all about. Christ is the end of the law for righteousness. It's all very consistent. You must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder to those who put a demand on him. Who put a demand on him. I like the way the Young's Literal Translation has it. But apart from faith, it's impossible to please well God. For it behooveth him who is coming to God to believe that he is our source of righteousness. And those seeking him, he becomes a rewarder to. I like that. You seek him for his righteousness. And when you do that, he's a rewarder. And then we come to him and we make demands. You know what? How many of you have money in the bank? I know some of you got it. You might have a lot of money in the bank. Right? I got money in the bank. I got stocks, you know. There's a lot of stocks. In spite of the stock market, I had a good week. Okay? It's there, right? But it does, it does me no good unless I go make a demand on my money from the bank. It's there for me. It's been given to me. See, this is not automatic. This is not automatic. I have to go to the bank and I got to make a demand on my money. You know, and this is, this is the difference. The bank will still ask me for my, my identification. God never does. Because I'm identified by him. Righteous, righteous, righteous. And so, think about, make a demand on him, we require from him. He's going to reward us for doing that. Think about it. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16, what does it tell us? It says, let us come boldly into his presence. Come boldly before his throne of grace where we always obtain mercy and then more grace in our time of need. You know what that word, let us come boldly, means? Let us be frank. Let us be frank. I've been frank with him. You know, hey, Lord, you know what? 
I know what this says, and I know what that says, and I know the truth of your word of God. What's up? What's up? And then he lets me know what's up. In kindness, in gentleness, and in love. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 12. In whom we have the freedom and access in confidence through the faith of him. Ha! Huh. These are two portions of scripture that are telling us about access, about coming, right? Access and about coming. Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. All right, we're giving more instructions. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. In, in the light. So here it is. Real faith has boldness to make demands. You know who you are. I am. How does that go again? I am. I am because the I am says I am. I am. I am because the I am says I am. That's all I want to know. And you see, when you wear this and you're dressed like this, you think you want to wear that? No. No, no more. And that's what this ministry is all about, showing you your true you. You'll never want to put that back on again. Right? So now here, what do we got? We got, we got um, real faith is bold in making demands. So we come to God, right? Because he is. He's our righteousness. We're righteous through faith in Jesus Christ. And now we make our requirements known, and he rewards us. But we have to come before him. It's not automatic. When you stand before the courts of heaven, this is what the Holy Spirit gave to me. You have to make your case as a lawyer. The lawyer brings forth the law before the judge, and he brings forth the precedent. Those are two, two very important words. The law. The law is the system of rules which a particular country, in this case the kingdom of God, or community, recognizes as regulating the actions of its citizens. Hmm. In this case, the system that regulates is our new covenant of grace. And the ink that was used to sign the binding document was the blood of Jesus. So we go before him because of I am. And we make our case before the judge, before Almighty God. Right? And as we're making our case before Almighty God, and we're using the signed covenant as our point of reference. Now we also go before him with the precedence. The precedence. An earlier event or action that is regarded as an example or guide to be considered in subsequent similar circumstances. Isn't how the judge makes it makes a decision? So here we go. We come before the Lord. We come before God. We come before the judge. And we let him know. I can stand before you because of I am. I can stand before you because you made him who knew no sin to be sin. 
and you made me the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I can stand before you now citing the law. Not the law, the Ten Commandments, the law, the covenant, my covenant. My covenant that says by his stripes I was healed. My covenant that says he should supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. My covenant that's, that's grounded in sozo and soteria. My covenant, like, like, like Brother Rick read, where it was finished and it was provided for by covenant. It's mine. This is the law. And now I bring to him the precedence. Hey, there was a lady that had a hemorrhage for 12 years. And nothing can help her. Doctors couldn't help her. Nutritional you know, changes couldn't help her. Exercise couldn't help her. In fact, she became broke, spending all the money she had. You set the precedent, God. Healed her. There was this leper that came to you. He knew you were all powerful. He just didn't know it was your will. You set the precedent, God. You healed him. That woman, for 18 years, for 18 years, probably never saw the sky. Right? Never saw the sky. Daughter of Abraham. Ought not she be healed? You set the precedent. You set the precedent with Bartimaeus. You set the precedent with that man that had a thousand demons in him. You healed them all. We have the covenant. And now we have the precedents. You have to make your case before God in boldness, faith. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 26. Accuse me. Let us go to trial. Set forth your case so that you may be proved right. Cause me to remember. We are judged together. Declare thou that thou mayest be justified. Message Bible. So make your case against me. Let's have this out. Make your arguments. Prove you're in the right. New American Standard. Put me in remembrance. Let us argue our case together. State your cause that you may be proved right. God has given us the right to seek. And that word seek means demand, make demands. You know, one of the greatest examples of this is, is Abraham. We're children of Abraham, right? Can you imagine? The Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? Since Abraham surely will become a great and mighty nation. And in him all the nations of the earth will be blessed. For I have chosen him so that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice. So that the Lord may bring upon Abraham what he has spoken about him. And the Lord said, the outcry of Sodom and Gomorrah is indeed great. And their sin is exceedingly grave. I will go down now and see if they have done entirely according to its outcry, which has come to me. And if not, I will know. So what does Abraham do? This is, this, this is beautiful. This is amazing. Abraham comes near and says, 
Come on. Will you indeed sweep away the righteous with the wicked? God gave Abraham the right to negotiate. Abraham had the right to negotiate. You see, we have been blessed with all spiritual blessings. We have been given all things. But now, you know what? I've been sitting for things and waiting for things to happen. No, 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 no. I'm coming before my father in boldness. In real faith. And I'm making my demands based upon two things. Covenant and precedent. And we all have that ability to do that. We all have that ability to do that. The supreme God, the almighty God, has allowed us to negotiate with him based on covenant and based on precedent. So I'm encouraging you that when you go before him, that's how you plead your case. That's how you make your case. Just as a lawyer would do. And guess what? If a lawyer goes before the judge and he knows the law is completely on his side, covenant, and precedent is completely on his side, guess what? He knows what? He wins. And the verdict is made. The verdict is made what? It's made. It's made for him, the positive, he wins. And so I encourage you to that, for that end. Hear about Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Let that faith arise. And when that faith arises, bring your case before God and use your covenant and use precedent. Precedent from the Word of God. And then believe and receive that miracle you're looking for. Amen?